Hi there. This video is specifically for people who need to sell their home in 2024, but at any time, but especially 2024. <clears throat> My name's Charlie Lambden. This is Moving Home with Charlie. I am also the founder of a company called Best Agent, and I've been a supplier of technology and marketing services to estate agents for well over 20 years. And my website, Best Agent, also has property market information, uh, so I also have a very good feel of what's happening in the market. Now, if you are uh, in, a, in a market where it's really strong and everything's going fine and the house prices are going up, uh, you don't need to watch this video. It might still be helpful. But if, like most people in the UK at the moment, uh, or certainly in England and Wales anyway, you are finding it or hearing that it's challenging to sell your home, this video is for you. In 2023, most people who tried to sell their home didn't sell it at all. And of the ones who actually managed to agree a sale, 40% of those had that sale full through. So if you are in a position where you need or you must sell your home and you need to have that sale completed this year without fail, then I hope you'll find this video helpful. Um, I've also linked below. This is a video to accompany my blog post of the same title, The Eight Things I Would Do If I Was Selling in 2024. Uh, I will also put this video on that page, so I hope they'll both be together. Um, before I get into the eight things, a few things you need to know up front, if you are, a, especially if you're a first-time seller. Number one, actually getting a home sold is massively more difficult, challenging, and complicated than anyone realizes until they try and do it, even in a good market, let alone in a bad market. Below, I've linked to something called uh, the steps is the 32 steps an agent must go through to sell your home. Just have a look at that. Look at how many steps there are and go just, just step back and don't think to yourself, oh, they just whack on right move and I get, I get these. Okay. It's much more complicated than that. Ask yourself why most people who tried to sell last year didn't. Don't think it's easy. If you think it's easy, don't need to watch this video. Off you go and good luck. Um, but start by understanding just how challenging it really is even in a good market, let alone a difficult market to sell your home, number one, because then, you'll, then you won't make the mistake of just picking a cheap agent, which is a terrible idea. The other thing before you do this is if you are selling to buy, and if you must move because of a, a job relocation or something like that, um, and you're going to it's going to involve borrowing, then actually the first person you need to talk to before anyone else is your mortgage broker, your mortgage provider or your mortgage broker. And if you haven't got an independent whole-of-market mortgage broker, find one that you like and trust and find out what your position is as, in, as far as financially before you start your move, if you are also buying. If you're just selling, not so important. Now, the first step I'm going to say is not to choose an agent, okay? Because if you – the whole idea of this video is for you to maximize – all of the variables, and there's a long list of variables, to improve the chances of your home selling quickly. So whilst I said, I think, eight steps how to almost guarantee, if you follow all of these steps, you will get it sold unless you're extremely unlucky and something completely out of your control happens. But if you follow these steps, it's effectively avoiding all of the common mistakes that sellers make. I am not going to tell you 
who to choose in this video. This is completely impartial advice to a seller. I'm not going to tell you what price to sell your property at either. If I get this video right and explain it properly, you'll understand that the market will determine the price of your home. And therefore, you must come to the market as prepared as possible to improve the chances of you getting whatever buyers are there available for a home like yours. So step number one, which might surprise some of you, is that you need to choose your conveyancer first. Yes, choose your conveyancer before you choose your agent. You'll see why in a minute. But the first reason for doing this is that when you start talking to agents, you need to say to those agents, I am coming to the market contract ready. I am coming to the market contract ready. And to be contract ready, you must, you have to have your conveyancer already instructed. You need to have gone through all of the uh, anti-money laundering regulations and identity verification and all of that stuff with your conveyancer. And your conveyancer is the one that actually prepares the sale pack. Um, it's almost as if you were doing it to go into an auction. Okay, you, you're, you're coming to the market contract ready. And by doing that, you're going to massively improve your chances of finding a better agent and on better terms as well. Okay, so that's why you must choose your conveyancer first. Now, choosing your conveyancer as a seller is arguably almost as important as your choice of agent. Not quite, but almost. And you might say, well, hang on, Charlie, will my agent recommend a conveyancer to me? A really good one will recommend a really good conveyancer to you. But unfortunately, most, especially corporate agents, will recommend you their panel conveyancers, and there's no guarantee of how good or bad they might be. It's all about how much they pay the agent for that. So by choosing your conveyancer before you choose your agent, you're in control of that choice, and you're choosing one for the right reasons, not because someone else is getting a big commission uh, from referring them to you. Um, don't go for cheap conveyances. Okay, I could elaborate on that. I'm not going to. Don't go for cheap conveyances. It is a false economy. You need a real professional who really knows what they're doing, who will help you if things get difficult, and who has a higher chance of getting your transaction completed more quickly. Okay, so that's step number one. Pick your conveyancer first. Um, and if you haven't got one, you can't find one, and you get stuck on a conveyancer, I work with one firm of conveyancers. They're amazing. They're linked to below as well. Poppy does if you want to talk to those guys. But I'm not recommending my guys to you. I'm saying go out and choose your own first. But if you get stuck, then my guys are there as a backup, and they are outstanding. Okay. Step number two. Start talking to agents, but do not yet instruct an agent, but start talking to them. And part of the process of this is you want to, first of all, rather than shortlisting the agents you do want to talk to, you need to begin by shortlisting the agents that you don't want to talk to. And these include two categories. Number one, any agent that ex insists on a long-term sole agency contract, i.e. three months or six months, some of them ask for, no, you won't be talking to those guys. So rule out anyone that insists on a long-term sole agency contract. Just rule them out. And if they talk to you, say, well, hang on, we have to have this. Say, no, no, they, you don't have to have it. There are other agents that will sell my house without that. So unless you're prepared to waive that or bring it right down to an acceptable level, like maybe six weeks or something, uh, then rule them out. The second one to rule out, you should go to um, one of the property sites, uh, whichever one is your favorite, and look up 
properties like yours in your area where you live and then list them in order of oldest listed first, which you can do on Rightmove, or biggest reduction, which you can do on Zoopla. And just scroll through all the properties that come up in your area that are similar to yours and look for the agents that are the frequent offenders. And look at, because on Rightmove, for example, it shows you when they have their last price reduced. Let me give you an example. Okay, I put in Dudley on here earlier. Properties for sale in Dudley. Three bedroom properties for sale in Dudley. And I listed them but in order of uh, oldest listed first. So let's just go up to the top here so you can see that, right? There you are. Oldest listed. Okay, uh, ignore the top one because the top one's always a, a featured property, just not what you've asked for. And then start looking at this and you'll see how long they've been on there. So 8th of February, 2022, that's nearly two years that's been sitting there. Why has that agent got a two year? Now, sometimes there's a good story for one of these. Um, added to this one, Purple Bricks added in May, 2022. That's 18 months ago. Um, and then if you look at the ones that were reduced a long time ago, so that one was reduced over a year ago by 100 acre estates. Keep going down and you'll see, so reduced, again, that's that's over a year ago that Connell reduced that one. 100 Acre Estates, again, added just over a year ago. Um, because these ones are the ones that tend to, here we are, added on February, so a year ago by Connell's, skits, skits. To see if you start to see repeat offenders. Okay. Um, look at this one, reduced seven months ago by Strike reduced seven months ago by Purple Bricks. Seven months they've been sitting there. These are agents you don't want to be working with if you want to sell quickly. You, these guys, G&T Properties, got two in a row there, reduced on the 19th of May, reduced on the 19th of May. All right? And if you want to see these price reductions on here, <clears throat> then you need, to, you need to add the Property Log Chrome extension. It only works in the Chrome browser. Just go look for the Property Log Chrome extension, add it in, and then you can see the price reductions here. So these are ones that have probably been on the market a long time and or were reduced a long time ago, all right? So, I mean, like there, skits, the name skits keeps coming up. I'm not saying rule them out completely. They might have they might have a, a, a reason for, for all this, but I would have a good look, all right? Get to know the ones that are the worst offenders at, overvaluing because overvaluing is your biggest enemy when it comes to selling your house. So start talking to agents and talk to as many agents as you can. And I really mean talk to them. Don't bother like emailing in or, or filling out forms online. Ring their office. Were you impressed with how they answered the phone? Okay. Because you'll, you'll notice a big difference if you ring around. And when you say, hello, I've got a house in your area that I need to sell. How quickly do they react to that? Do they react professionally? And do you get to talk to the same right person straight away? Or do they fob you off with, oh, yeah, so-and-so, I'll get them to call you back. I'll take your number. How professionally did they handle you? And how impressed would you be if you were a buyer calling that agent? Just start to think, which one the ones that really impressed you over the phone? Okay. Um, but start talking to agents and start to get a feel for agents that are selling properties like yours. That's part number two. And so this is like the preamble. Step number three, at the point at which you are ready to pick an agent and instruct them, maybe you've whittled it down to the ones you like the most that you're going to invite around to talk to, uh, to see the house, then be ready 
to buy a property search pack. Now, your conveyancer might tell you you don't need one, although they would advise not buy it till later. That You can say, that's fine. I want to get one straight away. Now, there are two reasons for doing this. If you've got any problems with your home, environmental problems, local authority search problems, tree preservation order problems, old weird church rules about properties in your village, whatever it might be, you need to know about those up front. The sooner you know about those problems, the sooner that you can fix those problems. So as a seller, if you want to sell, I would get your property search pack straight away. Not only to find out if there are any problems that you need to fix, but also because your agent is required under the Consumer Protection Against Unfair Trading Act, or the Consumer Protection Regulations 2008, they're required to market your property with all material information. And the property search pack will contain some material information in it. Okay. And what you want to do is you want to purchase that back just before you're ready to put it on the market. Okay. And when you have that search pack, I would have it with you, have the results of the search pack with you when you're talking to agents and show it to them and say, what do you think about the results of my search pack? And you'll see some of them will just scratch their head and they won't have a clue because they're just a lister or they're just a, you know, they, they don't really know what they're talking about. And the ones who do know what they're talking about will clearly come out and say, okay, this, that, that's a problem. We can fix that problem. And you, you'll straight away start to tell a difference between agents that know their shit and agents who don't, and they're just bullshitting their way through the process. All right. So buy a property search pack. Now you can do that with your conveyancer. And normally that's the way it's done. And say to your conveyancer, I want a search pack bought. And they might say, look, we don't do it till later because we want to wait for the lender to do the survey. You say, no, I want a search pack at the beginning. And if you don't want to give me one, um, I'll go with another conveyancer. Right. Don't let them read the right act to you, you're in charge, you're the client, you get to decide. And you can buy your search pack. They might say you don't need one, the buyer has to get it. And that, that's true, you don't need to have one. But I'm advising you what to do if you want to sell your property and be ahead of everyone else selling their property. I would buy a search pack, all right? Um, so that's point number three. Where can you get search packs? Um, there's actually only the property searchers direct who are the company that I work with are the only ones that I know that are go direct to consumer. You can get one on my website, mhwc.co.uk, but get one through your, your conveyancer if they are, if if that's what they're happy to do. Just ask them to make sure that they get one when you want it. Okay. Number four, arguably the most critical step is picking the agent themselves. Now, by this stage, should be a few weeks into the process. You've got your, your, your solicitors have got your search uh, contract ready, which, which is lots of paperwork. You've got your property search pack to give the estate agent all the information. And when you pick the one you want to work with, you should find them tripping over themselves to sell your house because you have demonstrated how serious you are as a seller. You are committed to selling. And in many instances, that will lead to uh, a lower fee from the agent because they can see that you're committed and you're also going to be realistic on price. We're going to come on to come on to price in a minute. <clears throat> so number four is picking the agent. Number five, which kind of overlaps with number four, is picking the launch marketing price. Please listen very carefully. Do not ask your agent how much they think your home is worth. It is a red herring distraction pointless question because you only get a guess from them and they will feel pressured to put a high number on that because they'll be worried that if they don't, you might go with another agent. Don't ask your agent what you think your home is worth. 
it's not a relevant question to ask in your selection. I know some of you might be thinking, what, Charlie, that's crazy. <clears throat> they are guessing. They don't know what your home will get. Even an RICS qualified registered valuer is also guessing at the value of your home, but they're just a qualified guess with a higher degree of accuracy. If you actually really want to know what your home is worth, pay a qualified registered lender to do it and get what's called a red book valuation, which has got no, they're not motivated by anything else. But if you ask your agent what it's worth, you are going to get too high a number, even from a good agent, because they have this innate fear that you will just go to someone else who gives a higher valuation. So don't ask for it. And if you do end up with that conversation, then know this, most if not all agents will knowingly overstate that figure out of fear of losing your business to another agent. So just don't sell it. Right? Don't, don't, don't. By the way, I've done a video called um, uh, sell, Home Seller Secretly Films 11 Estate Agents. A real seller selling a real home. Watch that video if you haven't seen it uh, and you'll see what I mean about I mean, the way they pluck numbers out of the air and the agent that ended up selling it for a higher price than anything valued it at didn't put a value on it. Because the market will determine what your house can sell for, provided your agent knows how to market your property best. Okay. And so, so number five, the launch marketing price, by the way, it's not a valuation. It's not an asking price. It is the marketing price that you're going to launch at that will be carefully worked out by your agent and you, but your agent if they're very good. And it's calibrated to get the maximum amount of interest right out of the gates. As Rightmove says, if you have to lower your asking price after you've launched it, you immediately have a 60% lower chance of selling your property at all. Okay? Don't make the classic schoolboy rookie mistake of oh we'll just test it at a higher price if you don't get any bites we'll lower it after because when you do that you remember what it's like to be a buyer right you see people lowering their price you think what's wrong with it don't be that seller let everyone else be the seller don't you be that seller by getting the marketing price just right you'll get the maximum number of inquiries at the beginning you'll cr create a competing environment competing bidder environment and the market will tell you what the highest price for your house you can get the agent will talk you through that process and ask your agent what their particular strategy is for getting you competing buyers. If they don't have an answer, sling them out of the house straight away. If they don't have a coherent, confident strategy that explains how, even in a difficult falling market, they are going to get you competing buyers, you do not have the right agent. That's number five. Number six. And again, defer to your agent's wisdom and uh, experience on this, but tidy your house to within an inch of its life before you do the photographs and prepare the marketing stuff, okay? Tidy it, tart it up, paint it, declutter it, go to the tip. I cannot tell you how many people harm the chances of selling the house because they can't be bothered or they don't have time to declutter it. I know when you're busy, it's really difficult, but that's what you need to do. Be guided by your agent. Get your house looking really nice before the photographs are taken. Okay, and also look into seeing whether or not there's an easy opportunity to upgrade your EPC uh, rating. If you can go from a D to a C with a small improvement, like changing all the light bulbs, massively worthwhile doing that. 
If it's a bigger job to upgrade it, maybe not. But if there's an easy upgrade to be had on your EPC rating uh, without too much expense or time, always do that. Because right now, with high fuel prices and high cost of living, people looking for homes are very, very cost conscious. And the energy performance certificate is a major consideration for cost conscious buyers. Okay, so that's number six. Tidy it, touch it up. Maybe upgrade the EPC as well if you can. <clears throat> Before number seven. Now, number seven is the photography. And you should be insisting on professional photography um, from your agent. Um, the agent may ask you to contribute to the cost or cover the cost of that. That's not unreasonable. Maybe they'll include it in their fee. That's up to you and the agent to discuss. But get professional photography. I could talk to you for 20 minutes about why you will sell your home faster for a higher price with professional photography than if you don't. As someone who used to, used to 20 years ago, got into this business, providing estate agents in London and Sydney, Australia, with professional photography and floor plan services, trust me when I say you need professional photography uh, because the click-through rates on Rightmove for properties that have professional photography are way higher, way higher than the others. They just go snap, snap, snap with a cluttered house and put them up there and then wonder why they don't get any inquiries. So professional photography, floor plans, of course, goes without saying. Um, and some agents might be offering you something like um, uh, a, a, a drone video. These are nice. They're wonderful. They're nice to have, but they're not essential. Um, um, they don't make a big difference, but, they, but they, they're very flattering. It's fun to have it. Um, uh, sometimes it's it will help sell a house if there's a particularly great view from it or a particularly great location, but not always. And number eight. Before you pull the trigger, agree the launch plan with your agent and work with them. When you hire an agent, you are effectively becoming a team with that. They can't do it on their own. They need your active participation and cooperation. Make it easy for them to book viewings. Make sure they've got a set of keys. Be flexible on viewing times. I mean, the number of people at times I hear about sellers going, oh, no, we don't want a viewing on Thursday. Can they come next week? You're not serious about selling, and you're going to miss out buyers if you do that. Work with your agent and say to your agent, what can I do to help make this process more successful. Please tell me. I, you, know, you, you know, So you are in a team with your agent. Right, that's eight minutes. So that's eight steps. I've been rambling on for long. I wanted to get this done in 10 minutes. It's taken 22. Um, if you haven't seen the blog post page, I've written all this out in slightly shorter form on that. I've linked to that in the description below this video. Um, you can also talk to my conveyances in the link below. You can buy a property search pack on my website as well. The link below the video. Um, and if you want, if you're struggling, I know some of you are because I've had messages from some of you. If you're on the market with an agent, you've got no viewings and everything else, and you want to talk to me, you can book a video call with me, one-to-one, private video call, 30 minutes. Link for that is below as well. Thank you for watching. Do we have any seller questions? Um, Otherwise, I'm going to see you on the next video. Thanks for watching, guys. And please share this video with your friends who are selling a house. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.